0: Hey there, everyone, this is Bobby Carlton, and you are listening to the FS Studio Hang Time Podcast. And of course, uh, I'm your host, Bobby Carlton, and. Um yeah, uh, as I mentioned before, these podcasts, right, they're designed to be these little vignettes of information uh, that, uh, you know, really gives you a great overhead view of sort of where we are with technology, immersive technology, specifically, um, spatial data, and how is that impacting um, things such as the enterprise, entertainment. And of course, with FS Studio, you know, we are primarily a uh, focused on enterprise solutions. However, we have done things in entertainment and in social uh, uh, solutions, but that is our thing. We are a spatial data uh, studio uh, enabling companies uh, in today's modern world of digital connectivity. But I wanted to um, talk to to all of you about um, the thought of what is a digital twin, right, and how. Are digital twins redefining supply chain logistics? And I think that's really important when we think about today and thinking about how companies operate, how businesses operate and um, where um, the industries are going. And, you know, we're all digitally connected in some way, in some manner. So it's important to understand that. So what's a digital twin, right? You know, and, and we have to think about it is this is the, the future of problem solving and decision making. And I think. Uh, If you are running a company, this is uh, going to be one of the solutions for you, right? It's a digital twin. And basically, digital twins are a digital representation or, you know, or a twin of a physical object or a system a process it can even a digital twin could even be um a digital version of your mission statement and goals believe it or not um but but that's really what a digital twin can be and it can u- be used to run simulations uh on things such as like you know uh, an airplane wing or a conveyor belt it, it can be used for uh uh you know looking at how we approach sustainability um uh, how something might need to be repaired so And digital twins are really, when it comes to enterprise, right, uh, we can get into really complex digital twins, which are, you know, digital representations of a full system, like a warehouse or a factory floor and of course those digital twins can you know be used to analyze you know the production process you know uh, or you know be proactive in addressing maintenance and repair you know um you know for you know one thing to think about is you can use a digital twin or a simulation uh to be predictive on how you might uh manufacture food uh whether it's dog food or uh you know uh uh, salads, pre-packed salads, you know, and just really know what's the best way to approach that. So you know, less you know loss, right? you know, on, on on um, you know, like if you overproduce, um, you don't want to like have waste. Um, or you could even underproduce, right? Not be prepared for a, a trend in in food sales. So, uh, and again, we're just talking about foods there, but again, this can be in a lot of different ways, and so know digital twin can you know receive data from a factory floor right and then that decision can be made based on data uh, um, analysis that the data can be transmitted back to the factory floor you know to you know create a new action and uh, again so a lot of really interesting ways you can you can take this um thing to talk about is you know digital shadows um are something that we should mention so the difference between a digital shadow and a digital twin is is that data from a digital shadow only flows one way so that's important to think about uh, you know where you know where a digital twin gives you a sort of a 360 um information right you you can put in information um and then get information out where a digital shadow is only giving you information in in one direction so um Basically, so the shadow is unable to send data back to a physical asset to implement change. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, when I was doing this research on this podcast, I actually did not know about digital shadows. That's actually something new for me. And there's also this other thing, you know, you can use a digital twin to uncover uh, well, what these things called hidden factories. And that's another thing I learned about hidden factories are basically within your factory, there might be these tiny little things that happen within your factory that you're not aware of and sometimes those tiny little things can add up um they can cost you money they can cost you time they can put people into danger so the thing about a digital twin is it helps uncover uh, a, a hidden factory so i thought was pretty cool so let's think about again digital twins right in redefining the supply chain logistics what does that mean you know how can we identify bottlenecks um, inefficiencies and potential risks within the, pli- in the within the supply chain? Um, you know and by doing this approach right this will lead to better planning right resource allocation you know and ultimately you know, it would uh, increase efficiency and reduce your cost right so we're talking ROI that's a big you know acronym that that uh, business owners love to, to hear right? What is the ROI? What is your return on investment? And, and digital twins gives you a lot of that, right? By, right. Increasing, um, the workflow and making, uh, you know, reducing your costs and, and again, making your, your factory floor safer. So, um, let's talk about how beyond that, right. Beyond all of that, we just talked about, you know, digital twins, right. It's, it's for real-time tracking and monitoring of assets. So, um, you know, by, you know, using sensors um, within your, your physical asset, you know, we're able to use a digital twin to feed data, uh, you know, uh, back to you. Right. So on assets, locations, condition, uh, performance, temperature, you know, damage and any of that. So that's really it's, it's real time monitoring of your assets. Um, there's another part of it, predictive maintenance and repair right so instead of reacting to a machine breaking down so imagine <clears throat> you know you know typically if you're not using a digital twin the machine breaks down you you really have no idea when that machine could break down and, and when it does it, it could shut down a process it can be dangerous um you know it can halt work so predictive maintenance and repair through digital twinning is essential right because you can use a digital twin to really Um, You know, figure out when the machine may break down. This allows you to, you know, repair assets, repair, uh, you know, and have a more convenient and optimized timeline. Um, You know, you're again, you're able to be predictive. Um, uh, It allows for, you know, Digital Twins allows for enhanced decision making and optimization. So basically, digital twins help move from being a a reactive to proactive. So when we have a digital overview of a physical system, we can make more informed decisions about resource allocation, planning, risk management, all of that. And that's, you know, you know, really important again in today's world, um, you know, we, we we it's fast paced you know the demands are a lot bigger so you want to be able to use digital twins to really help you know with with uh optimization there and of course in the end digital twins right increase efficiency and reduce costs so digital twins you know help you know optimize supply chains moving forward you know basically identify potential cost savings or efficiency gains through alternate routes um and or types of transportation and i think that's something to really think about you know that how you can do that and you know and digital twins are being used in a lot of industries you know whether it's in aerospace uh uh, the food industry agriculture um manufacturing there's a lot of uh uh industries that you can do that and and um you could even use a digital twin right even in the music industry right you could if you're hosting a a a, a an outdoor concert right you could use a digital twin that really determine where are the best escape routes in case there's a uh, an emergency or the best way to set up ticketing and merchandise booth you know booths so that way you have a better flow of you know so the the attendees can you know really um have a great experience but think about digital twins and retail think about how a store could use a digital twin to um, explore different layouts right find out where the bottlenecks are for shopping find out where people are gravitating towards um, the most and maybe uh, you might notice a pattern where uh, you're getting more traffic if uh, a cash register is by uh, a window versus um, uh, the produce aisle. And so there's things you can do there to really help you um, design what a retail outlet looks like. And if you think about how we do it, you know, like if you do it physically, it's a lot of setup. You got to set it up. You got to then, you know, it doesn't work um uh, and you take it apart and, and kind of redo it and that can be months long process or you could set it up and then realize that how you have have it set up isn't working um you're losing sales you could be uh having shrinkage issues right you know theft so uh digital twinning and simulation work that all allows you to really find um uh, a better way, when again, not just retail stores, but even any any type of store, um, or or your warehouse, you can. Uh, Which is really interesting is, is say, for example, you set up a warehouse and, you know, you you uh, you know you have forklifts and and you have these you know giant you know racks and maybe you have these uh, objects sitting on the rack and think about maybe that as the sun comes down at a certain point of the day. Uh, that sun could blind you, you know, come through the window and and, uh, uh, get in your eyes. It could cause someone to, you know, drive into a rack. And so, uh, you know, you can be predictive on that. So really interesting stuff there. Um, One thing to think about is digital twins, right? Uh, You know, being focused on being, you know, uh, predictability, right? We want to be able to, as a business, as an uh, in industry you want to be extremely uh, predictive uh, you know with forecasting and how long certain actions will take um, you know if we don't know how long unloading a vessel will take we can um, uh, build a digital twin and a simulation to really determine what that would look like um you know there's some th- you know things to think about when doing this uh um You know, it's not like an easy task where you're like, "Hey, I'm just going to do this and and build it on my computer." You know, I mean, you do need individuals who really know what they're doing. You know, the here's the plug, right? FS Studio, we can do that. We have great developers here, and uh, you know, I would hope you would reach out to us. Uh, uh, NVIDIA Omniverse is one of the tools we use, and that does again. uh, allows for, for creating simulation digital twins. Of course, you, we work in Unreal 5, in Unity, uh, but that's those are the details that you can just call me about and we can talk about that. So here's the thing. Let's talk about, you know, I have a f- couple more minutes. Let's talk about a prediction on the future of digital twins in logistics, right? So there's a lot of possibilities of how, you know, digital twins can be used in supply chain logistics. Um, but... <clears throat> I wanted to end this podcast by really focusing on five key predictions on what, you know, we think will, will go, as you know, and how it will contribute to the next generation of, like, intelligent ports. Um, so, you know, further, you know, integration with AI and machine learning. Um, so by basically leveraging those two, machine learning and AI, Digital Twins will be able to become a much more powerful tool for optimization and efficiency, right? So Digital Twins, you know, hold rich data sets that can be analyzed by machine learning algorithms and to, to identify pattern and trends, you know, leading to more accurate predictions and recommendations. Um, going from Digital Shadows to Digital Twins, but remember I told you, right, Digital Shadows was sort of like a one-way uh, route. So Digital Shadows are digital representations of physical objects. But again, unlike digital twins, the data flows only one way. So from the object to the shadow, the shadow is unable to send back data to the physical asset to implement changes. Digital shadows are much more common than digital twins, but we will soon uh, in the future see many more ways of true digital twins uh, within supply chain logistics. You know, again, uh, sort of flipping that digital shadow um wider adoption right of digital twins I think that's something to really think about um you as an industry or you know you as a company uh, if you're not looking at digital twins if you're not uh, using this approach to apply it to your company um I promise you your competition is they absolutely are right you know um You know, they are using it in some way. I mean, in in good chance you are using digital twins in some manner, Uh, maybe not directly within your company, but maybe with one of your uh, B2B partners or or a supplier you work with, they use digital twins. And so I think it's important that you should really, if you're not um, using a digital twin, uh, you should really be, you should consider this. uh, And I think it's really important, right? Um, Here's the thing. Uh, digital twins right uh, they're pioneering you know a greener logistic right the the uh, sustainability you know it is uh you are using digital twins you know for better solutions which are endless right if you look at how how a company operates you can find new ways to operate better that's giving back you know in, in, in you know for a greener solution um digital twins, you know, right, here's the thing about using digital twins, we can predict what will happen, uh, in the future with a system or asset, right, and we can take those to keep people safe, um, right, predictions are based on a range of normal events, um, but, you know, uh, those predictions aren't super useful when deviating from the normal, right, so let's think about workflow as a normal, day-to-day, everything's going just as, just as planned, but, you know what if there's a pandemic i mean we just went through one um you know how will that change the way you know humans work within the workforce so uh, or within your warehouse so we can use digital twins um you know uh to, to basically help us you know detect uh, anomalies And I think that's really important. So this allows us, as people, to decide how we would override existing processes and address unexpected events in the future. So that's something to really think about um, when it comes to Digital Twin um, being used in in this environment and being used for supply chain logistics. Um, Yes, so here we are. I made it to 15 minutes. I gave you a lot of information. I hope I didn't speak too fast. Um, But I will... You know tell you you know if you have questions on digital twinning simulation in you know in the supply chain logistics um or any other ways you know reach out to me let me know how i can help you i will absolutely help you um we have a great team here at fs studio who who, who, you know who can do this type of work right and again as we look at what's happening conversations with the ai and machine learning and llms right um you know being all used for predictive analytics we can drastically change supply chain logistics by improving efficiency and cost saving by optimizing your decision um, and resource allocation through a digital twin. So um, that's it. That's what I got. And uh, I will talk to you on the next episode of Hang Time. So appreciate you for listening and uh, have a good one.